Uh, and we had a, a fantastic Super Bowl game, a dominant performance by the Buccaneers. Um, uh, Coach Arians, uh, Tom Brady, uh, well-deserved. Your leadership, uh, your vision, your belief, your determination on uh, delivering a Super Bowl uh, to this community, uh, uh, you really delivered in every way. Uh, and really an extraordinary performance to give uh, the first time we've had the host uh, city in the game and now the first time obviously to win that game so um, it's not unusual for us to see Tom Brady step up and win a championship and do it uh, with it's an extraordinary performance and lifting everybody around him uh, including I think this community and the nation so Tom congratulations on your fifth MVP award seven Super Bowl champs and 10 appearances just uh, unmatched unrivaled and just an extraordinary performance. So to you, fantastic. Uh, Coach Arians, I know how hard you worked. Um, uh, just your uh, your determination to bring a championship to this uh, community uh, was really remarkable. And we all know how hard it is to win in this league. And uh, you've been in this league an awful long time and uh, you deserve this. And congratulations to you and your staff for an incredible form performance. Really great. So congratulations to both of you guys. Thank you. Appreciate Many it. more. Thank I know, you, Roger. I know that's what you're talking about already and how we're going to win next year. <laughs> All right, we'll actually pivot and we'll go over to Greg Allman. Coach, I wanted to ask you, you guys very quickly move on to the business of trying to return as much of this team for next year. And I just want to ask you uh, how confident you are that you'll be able to kind of keep this team intact and try and do the same thing again next year. Uh, I'm very, very confident. I, I have all the trust in the world in Jason and what he will do. Um, these guys, they, they have a bond and, um, you know, there'll be, there'll be dollars involved, but I think this, this group is so, so close that uh, sometimes dollars don't matter. And, uh, but we're going to do everything we can to get the dollars right too, because they earned it. We're going to go to Sam Farmer. <laughs> Tom, you alluded to this last night, but you had that stretch yeah. in November where you lost uh, three or four games and had to sort of regroup. And this isn't the first time we've seen this with teams uh, in the third quarter of the season. How does that sharpen your focus and sort of galvanize the team to, uh, to go through a little loss, a losing streak before you ascend? I think, you know, being in the league for a long time, you know, the, the rarely does the season ever just go, you know, smooth sailing. So, Every team deals with adversities, has to overcome different obstacles over the course of the year. Um, you know, sometimes you start slow. Sometimes you, you know, we had a middle a middle stretch where we, we didn't play we didn't play our best. We played some really good football teams, and then sometimes you struggle a little late, and you got to get it going. But this team found a way when it mattered most. And um, there are so many great plays by great players on our team at the biggest moments. And um, you know, even thinking about the playoffs. You know, to to go to Washington and and uh, you know get a win there, and you know our team's first chance in the playoffs was incredible. And then, you know, to go to New Orleans and and watch the defense play against the Saints team, which you know was really you know beat us pretty well two times a season. And then to go up and play the MVP of the league and watch our defense play the way they did, and then again last night was pretty spectacular. So offensive, offensively, we made some some. Uh, some great plays when we needed to, but it was the ultimate team effort, ultimate team. Uh, as BA said, it's an amazing team, amazing group of guys, and just I'm uh, very blessed to be a part of it.
We're going to go to James Palmer with the NFL Network. I'd like you both to kind of answer this. Bruce, of all the things Tom brings to a team, I guess, what what aspect of, of on, off the field, leadership, talent that you, that you saw the most in getting you guys a Super Bowl? And then, Tom, which part of it in terms of maybe prides you the most in what you bring to a team when you, when you join it and when you're a part of it? Yeah, I, I think that uh, this was a very, very talented football team last year, but we really didn't know how to win. And when you bring a winner in, and he, and he's running the ship. It makes a, a total difference in your locker room. Uh, every time we step out on the field, you know, to, we came from behind. I think two times by seventeen points down. And um, I think the leadership that Tom brings and his attitude that, hey, let's go play. Uh, it's never over till it's over, and uh, and we're going to win this thing somehow, some way, and. Uh, you know, it permeated through our whole locker room, his belief um, that we're going to do this and knowing that he'd been there and done it, our guys believed it. And uh, it changed our entire football team. We're going to go over and go to Jenoline. I uh, I believe it's your sister. Um, is, is it Maureen? That's the nurse. Yep. yep. What did it mean for you last night to see healthcare workers honor in such a big way? And also, you know, b- between her and, and then, of course, you know, with your parents having both dealt with COVID-19, what was that like for you last night to be part of that? It was a, uh, you know, it was just amazing to have everybody there. And, uh, you know, my family's been so supportive, been on this journey with me for a long time, like all of our families. And, and I know I couldn't do it without my family. So, you know, my sisters, I've always said, I had three sisters who are all way better athletes than I am. And uh, they were three of the most competitive girls I've been around growing up. I was a little brother. I would just tag along to all their softball games. And my oldest sister, Maureen, was a All-American uh, pitcher at Fresno State. And uh, her, daughter na- her daughter now plays at UCLA, is going to be an All-American at UCLA, is one of the best players in the country uh, as, a, as a young softball player. So... There's a lot of competitiveness and she's a nurse now, but in, in her heart, she's still an athlete. So she gave me a hug after the game and she said a few things that, you know, probably aren't appropriate for this call, but, um, you know, like we all do when, when we win, but, um, you know, it was great to have everybody there. Great to have everyone celebrate and it'll be a good day today to rest and have some time with them today. And, uh, you know, we've all kind of been away from, I've been away from my family for, I said, nobody comes comes to the house till this game's over. So we're going to get some time today to all chill out and enjoy it. All right, we're going to go over to Peter Carline from the Daily Mail. Hello, um, congratulations to, to both of you. I just I just wondered how how you celebrated and, and how, how different it was for you, Tom, to, to spend the night in your own bed with your family. I actually spent the night in my daughter's bed because I had five of my nephews and nieces in my bed. So <laughs> that was pretty unique. It was probably about two hours of sleep, so I'm going to be trying to get some extra sleep today. All right, we'll go to Scott Reynolds. Hey, guys, congrats to either Bruce or Tom. 30 has been the magic number for you guys all year. You finished the regular season averaging 30.8 points per game. You finished the season undefeated with 12-0 and each time you guys have scored 30 or more, including last night. Can you speak to what an accomplishment that is from an offensive standpoint? And, and Coach, you said it a few weeks ago when I asked you this question. You believe you can still hit 35 points per game next season with a, with a, an entire offseason with Tom? Oh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And, uh, you know, um, I was pissed because we really had about 40 or 45 out there last night. 
and uh, we left a few out there. But uh, yeah, th this group of guys are so, so, so special. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can uh, keep this band together and, uh, and, and have an off season where we actually know what the hell we're doing and, uh, and, and, all, and all on the same page. And uh, yeah, I, I think the sky's the limit for this group. We're going to go to Therese Paler from Yahoo Sports. Hey, congratulations, guys. This question's for Tom. Um, Tom, um, you, you know, you've had a few, just a few rough games in the playoffs, just with protection and stuff, a little bit with what Patrick Mahomes just kind of went through. Um, and you found a way to come back, right? You found a way to continue to win. Just um, what was your advice to Mahomes after the game? And what's the key to bouncing back as a team when, when the pass protection and the pressure um, – kind of hurt you like that in a playoff game in a big playoff game well I think in any game you know I think what our defensive line did last night was incredible and um you know it's it's a uh, very difficult almost impossible to to play quarterback under duress like that that's just the reality of football you you know you have a, a rhythm in your head of how a play should go or um you know the rhythm of a certain play and if that rhythm's thrown off from from the snap of the ball, you know, you're just scrambling to make plays. And Pat was doing everything he could to make a bunch of plays last night. He was running around, reversing field, doubling back, tripling back, and then, you know, made some great throws. But in the end, you know, it's tough to do that consistently and, and uh, you know, play on rhythm. But our D-line really made him uncomfortable all night. Um, it's a good feeling from our sideline seeing – seeing them do that, just seeing the other quarterback work for passing yards is a great feeling. There's nothing, you know, what I know when I feel in rhythm and I feel like, okay, things are really clean. I'm seeing everything, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's relatively easy, but when you feel God, man, every play that for a six yard gain, I got to fire it in there and thread the needle between two guys. I and mean, that's, that's tough to play football like that. So I just give credit to our D line. Uh, to Coach Bowles, the scheme he came up with, all the linebackers, Devin, Levante, what they did in pursuit of him, um, they played they played their ass off. Okay, we're going to go Joey Knight. Coach, uh, last night was another night of minimal mistakes, four penalties, no turnovers. That's been kind of a prevailing theme during this whole stretch run, right? Yeah, there's no doubt, Joey. You know, I mean, um, ever since Chicago, and uh, I, I think our guys – coming back on the plane from Chicago made a commit to commitment to each other that we're going to stop beating ourselves. And, uh, what a great, great job they have done all the way through. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you don't, you don't beat yourself, you know, no turnovers, very, very few penalties. Um, you're going to be hard to beat. And, uh, we realized that after that game and, uh, it's been, it's been an easy job coaching ever since. We're going to go to Richard Graves from Sky Sports. Hi, Bruce. Tom, uh, Tom, if I come to you first to get your thoughts on this as well, Bruce, can the pair of you contextualise just what you've achieved between you for this community over the last year for you, Tom, two years for you, coach? Because this is a team that only had one winning record in the last 10 years, hadn't been to the playoffs since 2007, and yet here you sit as world champions. Yeah, I, th I think the commitment to each other, this thing started in August, and it was all about sacrifice and commitment to each other. We had to beat the virus before we could beat another team. And I can't say enough about our guys' commitment to each other. And this is one of the closest teams I've ever been on. And we couldn't eat together. We couldn't talk to each other. I mean, for them to care this much about each other and not the bonding experience somehow happened. And I'm still trying to figure out how, because 
under the pandemic, this was so, so hard of a year for a team to be close. And this is one of the closest teams I've ever been on. All right, we're going to go over to John Crick. Tom, we were only just learning this week about uh, how serious it was with your parents and COVID in September. How hard was it for you to concentrate and try to show your teammates that you're the teammate guy team first when you had this immense personal distraction? And Bruce, were you and the team aware? And what kind of support were you giving Tom at that time? Yeah, I, you know, B.A. was very supportive of me. Uh, Clyde, my quarterback coach, uh, was very supportive. Um, you know, it's anything where anything that affects your parents is pretty tough, you know, especially on the other side of the country there in California, you know, I'm in Florida. Um, you know, I think a lot of families have been affected by this, um, you know, this COVID situation and it, it hit my dad pretty hard. My mom, um, you know, my mom recovered pretty quickly. My dad had a little rough go, but, um, in the end he, he came through like he always does. He's a fighter. And, uh, you know, I was just so happy that he was there last night watching us play. So it all ended up well. We're going to go to Grace Remington. Hi, congratulations to you both. Um, and for Tom, you had talked throughout the season about, you know, winning the big moments for the teammates who had never been there before. So the long timers like Levante, Mike Evans, what was it like seeing the reaction last night? Uh, it was amazing. That's the best part. I mean, for me, that's the best part is just watching Mike, you know, watching Levante, uh, Kevin, Cam Brate, uh, Will Golston, you know, guys that have been here for a long time and and uh, just everybody wants to win the Super Bowl. I know everyone, hey, that's the goal every year. But it's it's as the commissioner said earlier, it's hard, man. It's a hard league. And these guys are good. These talented players, talented coaches, you know, very, very you need a lot of good fortune, you know, injuries and stuff like that always play a part. But just to see them celebrate our locker room, man, that was that was amazing after the game. I'm sure there's probably a lot on Instagram, you know, and social media with uh, a lot of guys in the cameras. But there were champagne bottles popped and, uh, you know, cigars being lit. It was just it was a, uh, a moment I'll never forget. So just celebrate with them. That's the it was an amazing feeling. Right, we're going to go to John Leiter with Peter Report. Bruce, I'm curious uh, what kind of went into the game plan to call as much play action as you did in this game. I think it was close to about half of Tom's dropbacks were play action passes. That would be the highest rate for y'all uh, all season long, I believe. Uh, just what went into the mindset to be so play action heavy? Yeah, I thought Byron had a great, great plan. And uh, I can't I can't give him enough credit, man. People um, – Byron is just, he's a superstar. I mean, um, he had a great plan. We we're going to run the football and we were going to max protect and get a one-on-ones. And Tom did a great job of getting us out of bad plays, getting us in good plays. And uh, uh, can't say enough about the game plan. I mean, all three faces. I mean, Byron, Todd, Keith, they, they all did such a great, great job. But Byron's game plan was outstanding. We're going to go over to Paul Domowicz. Yeah, Tom, uh, Bruce talked about the challenges uh, of this season because of the pandemic. Uh, it's difficult enough for a quarterback to assimilate himself into an offense, a new team under normal circumstances. How much more difficult was it made this season for you uh, to kind of get to know this team and to play with them under all of the restrictions uh, that COVID uh, presented? Well, I think everybody was dealing with, like I said, just a bunch of different uh 
things that are a little bit challenging and so forth. And I think anybody that, uh, you know, just trying to learn some new verbiage, it's not like, you know, curl routes are any different or outcuts are any different or comebacks or go routes or posts, but just how you put them all together and how you call them and stuff. So, um, but again, I think everybody just worked at it together. That was the best part. You know, it was just everyone every day showing up. Hey, this is what we're going to do is how we're going to do it is how we're going to try to make it better. And we just worked every day. And I, you know, BA, I would say BA had incredible confidence in us, you know, from the moment we got started. And even when we hit a rough patch, you know, we, he never left, lost his poise. He never doubted what we could accomplish. Um, he just kept believing that we could do it. And he saw it. And, and uh, you know, the players, when the coach believes in it, the players believe in it too. And, um, you know, we we're just going to, a really hardworking team guys showed up every day wanting to put the work in and when you do that you know it usually pays off so it doesn't always pay off but most of the time it does so the guys put the work in and um you know we all went out and we got it done we're gonna go to jack hart obviously you're no stranger to this feeling i just want to know where does this rank in your previous wins yeah i i said last night you know every every game every year is different you know this year has been so it's been incredible for me i it's just been incredible. So I, it's great. That's, that's where I rank it. It's great. It's been a great year and uh, incredibly, I mean, just fun. I just, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I think in a unique way, um, it was kind of like uh, with, with the coronavirus situation and, and all the protocols, it was really like football for junkies. You know, there was not really a lot of other things to do other than show up to work and play football it was, you know, normally there's a lot of things go along with playing football. So if you love football, you know, this was the year to be a player in the NFL because that's all it was. It was like football camp with all your buddies year round. So that was I really enjoyed that part. Our last one's going to come from John Romano. Hey, Bruce, as Tom mentioned, routes are the same wherever you go. But could you just talk about the dance between a coach and staff and a quarterback, the, the rhythm they have to find to get together and and understand what the two of each other want to do? Oh gosh, yeah, John. I mean, it, it takes time, and and this year was so unique in that you know we had no time. We we're going to New Orleans, and I think I'm I'm speaking for Tom here. It's like, what the hell's that play? Uh, you know, it's like, what what's that word mean? And uh, it's like, and what the hell's this guy going to do on this play? I think it just took time, and and. Uh, it's not easy. I mean, it's not easy. And uh, I, I can't give Tom enough credit for just hanging in there with the coaches and, and knowing this is going to work out sooner or later. And uh, and it did. And I, I'm, I'm just so proud of all our guys. But uh, I just can't say enough about Tom and him just hanging in there and uh, and just continuing to battle uh, just the verbiage itself. I mean, you were to do something for 20 years. And I was in that system. I know that system. So uh, ours is different and uh it just uh you know it, it it's just so grateful for him to to just battle through this thing and uh and, and just watch the performances uh, as we got better and better